Uh, there we go. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cosplay Bites, the show about cosplay, conventions, and all the extra nerdy bits and bites. Um, for this super special, awesome episode, um, I'm joined again uh, by my wonderful friend, Carnage Cosplay. Howdy, howdy. I am indeed the Carnage Cosplay. <laughs> Now, this uh, you've been on the show before. Um, I'm, I'm like positive. several years ago. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Several years ago. Um, so, I guess the quick and dirty of it is you're based in Australia. So, for those listening in at the time of this recording, it is 7 p.m. Sunday night on my end. On your end. And- it's 10 a.m. on Monday morning. So I'm speaking to someone from the future. <laughs> <laughs> the world on fire? Uh, not yet, no. Not yet. Okay, good. Oh, no. No. So sorry. That's so loud. Yeah. Apologize in advance. Because they have birds in attendance. Us Australian and owl animals. Oh, yeah. Always. <laughs> always, always a threat. And then, I mean, everyone's aware of my cat situation. So I don't know if Kai is going to behave himself and want to try to play with Tifa. So there may be some bangs every now and then. I don't know. So the basis of this episode was going to be all about your experience um, with PAX Australia. Uh, which is interesting because, I mean, most people that have listened to the show will probably know of my experiences with uh, PAX East. So, it again, it, those unaware, it's the Penny Arcade Expo. They have several um, versions of their cons throughout the year in various parts of the world because, obviously, there is PAX Australia, which is the only... Um, international version of the world because then in the state we have East which is in the East Coast I want to say we have West which is in the Washington State area which is on the other side of the country South I believe got cancelled due to lack of attendance and that was based in Texas and then we also have PAX Unplugged, which is uh, East Coast-based, but it's also primarily um, geared toward board games and tabletop and just, like, all, all that, that side of gaming. Um, but then, right as before we were going to uh, record the show, um, you had suggested to talk about uh, some other variants of cons that you had in your area. Specifically, uh, Crunchyroll Con, which I think I knew about, um, but literally, like, would you, in your message, you you just you said that um, it happened recently, and it was not a good show, or it flopped, and was supposedly yeah. much smaller than the one that we had. But I, for all my intents and purposes, I only just heard of a Crunchyroll Con. I did not see or hear much about 
the experience of how it was in the state. So, with that being said, um, yeah, I guess I could turn it over to you in terms of, because obviously you've been posting about it from here and there, because you recently moved and got that um, all situated. Yeah, yeah, I recently moved house. I moved into like a year ago, and then just moved down the road, thankfully, so I'm still in Melbourne City. Um, which okay. is, for those who don't know, um, it's like the biggest city in Australia. Um, think of like your New York City or Tokyo in Japan. That is, Melbourne is that for Australia. Okay. It is like super densely populated, constant foot traffic, kind of. So lots of people. So keep that in mind because that's important. And um, okay. so when America had their Crunchyroll Expo, um, it was massive. Like, I was looking at it online. They had, like, full Gundams. They had, like, big, 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 massive displays. And it was amazing. Like, studios came out to it. There was, like, life-size, like, displays from things and, like, little photo ops from, like, the Spy family living room. So okay. all super cool things. But Crunchyroll Australia, I personally had a really good time because I was very lucky, but a lot of people did not. <clears throat> um, so our, in Melbourne, the, the biggest convention centre in Australia uh, is the MCEC. And Thanks. we had to split that convention centre with Crunchyroll and a cheerleading competition and a dance competition all happening at the same time. Huh. So Crunchy, Crunchyroll only got a third of the convention center. So yet again, keep that in mind. They sold 8,000 tickets per day for the con, which is a great turnout for Australian conventions. And a lot of people missed out because they only had like a set ticket limit. But the thing is, <laughs> it wasn't meant to be 8,000 per day. It was meant to be 8,000 over the whole weekend. And then on top of that last minute, the convention center decided to lower their capacity that they were allowed due to the high turnout at the cheerleading and dance competition. Right. So Crunchyroll just got, you know, pushed aside really. And then people were waiting outside for hours, for five hours in the rain and wind, because Australian weather, obviously. <laughs> Right, yeah, I in, think I remember hearing about cosplay. that. Oh, yeah, God. so they're in full cosplay. They're waiting out in the, in the rain and the wind for five hours. And some people, even after waiting that five hours, didn't get let in. It's insane. Yeah. So they have, like, a small window on the Friday beforehand that you could come and collect your wristbands because in Australia we do wristbands. I see a lot of American cons have, like, lanyards and stuff that's that cool, but no, we only do wristbands, which is kind of lame. <laughs> Except for packs. We get right. for that. Right. Um, but, yeah, so I went on the small window on the Friday to collect my wristbands. Because I'm not going to wait on the convention day. That's silly. But obviously not everyone could do that because a lot of people had to work. Yeah. And then... Even the people who went in on the Friday to collect the wristbands, they're having to wait out in the rain 
in the wind. Oh boy. So sorry about the bird. It's okay. Um, that's Natu, by the way. He obviously says hi. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so even people with wristbands had to wait in this hour-long line. And people are crying, people are freaking out, people are sore. They've been here since like 8.30 and they're still not inside the convention. Oh boy, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was rough. I got very lucky because I rocked up late, um, as I do, in the in my Bakugo hero suit cosplay because I took like ages to put on. And then I got there in the rain and I'm walking up to the convention and a guy comes up to me. He's like, just don't bother. Just go home. The line's, the line's insane. I was like, oh, but I've already got my wristband. He's like, bro, it doesn't matter. Just go home. Everyone's leaving. And I was like, what? Um, but I had to go to a... Um, my hero like official crunchyroll held photo shoot meetup thing yeah and, okay so i had to go to that so i was like i'm not going in the convention anyways because it was outside and then like i dealt with that and everything did that which was really great and then thankfully one of my friends was waiting in line he's like bro come down come quick i'm about to be lit up at the front they're only letting people who already have wristbands in i was like sweet so i got in and then Inside was a little bit lackluster after seeing the American Crunchyroll. Like, they promised a 18 meter by 18 meter. Uh, I don't know what that is in metric. Um, meter to feet. Um, 60 feet. Ooh. So they, they promised a 60 foot um, Attack on Titan themed trampoline. It was not that. <laughs> a trampoline, okay, okay. That's So I was expecting this like big trampoline that you could just jump on and be great, but it was like one of those like, they like strap you in and you just jump and go up kind of ones. I don't know if you guys have those over there, but they're in just like shopping centers and they're kind of like a bungee jump. But instead of like jumping up a cliff, you just push yourself up the ground and it springs you into the air. Okay. And that was this big attack on Titan trampoline that they hyped up. And the only thing that made it attack on Titan themed is that they had like um like the season five or season four or whatever. Um like promo pictures sure, that were eighteen okay. meters long. <laughs> oh, that was no. the only thing. And it's like oh, oh boy. <laughs> okay. And then they're like, yeah, we've got a Jujutsu Kaisen room. And it's like, cool, that'll be cool. It's just a big chair. That's it. What? It was, yeah. They hyped up this like Jujutsu Kaisen um, for the, I guess, the Dub Watchers sorcery fight is apparently the English name for it. I don't know. Um, but they hyped it up. And then it was just like a room with Jujutsu Kaisen on the wall. And a big chair. That you could pose with? Yeah, you could sit on the chair. And it was like oh, it was a really big chair. But that was oh. it. Oh no. And it's like, ah, oh, okay, that's a little disappointing, but that's fine. And then um they brought the spy family living room that they had at the American one over here. And that was really good. That was okay. that was the same. And we could do like a little like hunt to get like a pin that was like the Statello 
pin that they have in the anime, which was really cute. Okay. But obviously, they sold out of the booklets and stuff that you needed to get the pin. So a lot oh of people boy. missed out because they didn't didn't stock well. And it was just like everyone was like sad. Like the actual mood for the con wasn't great. Oh, people who were in full cosplay were just taking it off or leaving. And then people who were having a great time, people were getting mad at for having a good time. Oh, no. Because, like, I personally had a good time. I got in after not waiting on the Saturday. And then on the Sunday, because most people just didn't show up, I just got to walk right in. Because, yet again, I rocked up later. So the initial crowd already got right. in. Yeah. Um, and then I won, like, a little raffle for, like, a EBA figure. I got, like, great photo ops. It was, like, a great con for me. But then after posting online that I had a great con, I was just getting hounded. And people were like, oh, I'm really bitter at the people who had a good time. And I'm like, ooh. So I felt bad about having a good time when I knew that so many people didn't. Yeah. Oh, boy. And then... Like, after seeing the convention in America, it was just like, why don't we get that? Why don't Australians get the same treatment that American conventions get? Yeah. It's like, we don't get, like, the life, well, not life-size, but, like, the half-size Gundams that you guys got, or, like, the big EVA statues. We got a trampoline that wasn't even a trampoline. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You got a trampoline and a fancy chair. It was just like when there's like, you know, like the base wooden chair in Animal Crossing? It was just that, but big. Oh, no. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. Just... Yeah. I... <sighs> definitely, definitely seems like it was er errors on their part. Um, especially with the ticket thing. They Yeah, they have come forward and did say that the tickets isn't personally their issue, that the convention just last minute lowered the capacity that they were allowed after already selling out because all the tickets sold out. Right. But it was meant to be half that. Yeah. So it's just... It was just a whole mess around. People were screaming and freaking out. Like, I remember vividly, like, I was walking in, like, the lobby. And the Sailor Moon cosplayer got to the end of the line after waiting for, like, five hours. And because she didn't pick up a wristband on the Friday, they're like, oh, no, we can't let you in. She's like, why can't you just give me a wristband? Like, I've got my QR code. And then they're just like, we're out of wristbands. Oh, no. And then she just starts screaming. She takes off her, like nicely styled Sailor Moon wig, throws it into the ground, rips off the wig cap, is screaming and crying and like and like the volunteers are like trying to like help her and comfort her and she's just like hitting them off her, just like batting them away and I'm just like, oh my God. I mean like her emotions are valid because val yeah, yeah, I was gonna say valid if you're standing in line for five plus hours. In heels. She was in heels. In no he less. Oh, no. 
Yeah. In the rain. Um, was it raining? In the rain. In the rain. And the extreme winds as well. It was very windy. <laughs> not not great because the line was outside the convention hall rather yeah. than being inside for the sunday at least they opened up another room so there was like a line room and oh, that was good. apparently better um but it's still very claustrophobic waiting in a room <laughs> oh yeah I, I bet holy smokes yeah, so it was a big mess. A big yeah. mess. <laughs> a lot of people did not have a great time. I yeah. did, but a lot of people did not. Yeah, you, but everyone else. Oh, boy. Yeah, like, I was still disappointed with, like, the trampoline and the Jujutsu Kaisen room. And it's, like, I assumed that they would have, like, gotten, like, the big statues from America but no. no, we don't get that. No. And then with PAX Australia, um, I'd never gone to PAX before um, because I lived in Queensland, which is like Australia's Texas, right? Okay, interesting. Yeah, interesting big comparison. state, redneck state. <laughs> um, obviously, I've never been to Texas, but I have friends in Texas, so I'm just making the comparisons. I'm like, that's similar. Um a lot of desert, most of it's uninhabitable. Um, so that's where I'm from. So I moved to the big city from Texas, or Australian Texas. Okay. And so in Queensland, we only have like three conventions a year, which is super, this is for, it's a big state, right? It is massive. It is bigger than Texas. Um, and we only have two or oh, three conventions and they're just all between like the two cities at the very bottom of the state yeah so we just have supernova which is just an australian convention and oz comic-con which is like your comic-con but obviously australianized hence the oz in the name so it's not nearly as big as san diego comic-con by any means no it is very very small <laughs> Um, and then obviously down in Melbourne, we have PAX as well and Crunchyroll and we didn't get those in Queensland. Um, so I went to my first PAX and PAX Australia has been happening since 2013. So it's, it's not new by any means. <clears throat> right. And, um, it's almost 10 years old. And oh, well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, almost 10 years old. Crazy. And um, I found out about it existing in 2014 because a lot of my like friends were going to it. I was like, why are you all going to Melbourne? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> but I never knew that PAX stood for Penny Arcade Expo. So thank you for educating me on that. Yeah, well, I guess it just, I mean, it spun out of the, the Penny Arcade comic, the web comic. That's, that's what it's spun out of. And then so Penny Arcade Expo is like a series of cons that is owned by uh, Read Pop, which is like this entertainment, I don't know, like, I, I don't know how to call it, like conglomerate or stuff or something where they own 
all the other big name conventions. So they own New York Comic Con. They own the Fan Expo brand. So you get Fan Expo like Fan Expo Boston, Fan Expo uh, Vancouver, like the Fan Expo that are up in the Canada area. Um, so yeah, Reed, Reed Pop owns like, like a shit ton of other cons and like puts them on. So I'm curious if they do own San Diego. I'm not sure if San Diego is its own monster. Um, but yeah, no, Penny, I mean, yeah, it stands for Penny Arcade Expo, and it just came out of the webcomic that's been around for, I know, over a decade at least. I don't, I don't read it, but I just know of it. Yeah, because, like, we had, like, the big Penny Arcade booth at PAX, and I was just like, oh, a big part of PAX culture is pins, so that makes sense. But, no, I didn't realize that, you know, that's what it's from. <laughs> yeah. And, like, so, like, PAX Oz, um, I guess, was born in 2013 by just these two guys. Yep. Yeah, just two guys, and they have pins of them. And, like, like I've got some in my house of them. And I was like, I don't know who these guys are. And then Jake was like, oh, those are the guys that made packs. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. Cool. I don't know who yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, uh, um, Gabe and Tycho, they're, like, the, the main characters of the webcomic. Oh, and they're like upside down in the pins as well because Paxos were upside down apparently. Oh, ha ha ha. Ha ha. Well, down under, upside down, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. The world revolves around America, so anything that's not America is upside down. <laughs> I guess because in relation to where you are, I guess Australia would be upside down. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. Sorry to all the flat earthers listening. The world is round. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, at um at our packs at our packs Oz um this year, so we haven't had any for a couple of years due to COVID. Yep. Um I've been buying tickets since twenty nineteen for them to just be cancelled every year. Oh. Uh so that's fun. Oh, um, <laughs> I hope you got re you got refund, right? Yeah, yeah, we okay, get refunds. Thank God. Uh, within a well, hundred and eighty days, so uh, I would uh, have to wait a hundred and eighty days for my refund for my oh tickets boy. that oh, I didn't fun. get. Oh, yeah, we love that. Um, but I digress. Um, at this con, typically at PAX, we have like the three. The three big names. We have Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony. This year we didn't have any of those. Yeah, we didn't I don't think we had that at East either. Okay, okay. That that's good though. That well not good, but like that makes me feel a little better. No, like, no, it was the big three. I'm well yeah. Why well, I, I don't think they've been at con for a while now because of COVID, maybe. Yeah, because they were at 2019, I believe. And then they were in 2019. Yeah, they were in the one pack each in 2020, which was legit. <laughs> oh my god, wait! I think packed East in 2020 
before the world shut down, it took place like, oh God, I want to say end of February, early March, when we were just hearing about it. And like the concept did an amazing job at like keeping things sanitary and wiping things down constantly. But then legit right after that, the world shut down and um, pandemic started. So. Mm, yeah. I think by that point, Australia had already been like, okay, this is serious. Right. Because <laughs> um, I think our last convention before, as you say, the world shut down was, uh, for me personally, was Gold Nova, which is Gold Coast Supernova. And yeah, that would have been around the same time. I think it was at the start of March. Yeah. Because, yeah, um, COVID didn't start hitting us until, yeah, like April is when we had our, like, our lockdown started. Right. And then I went from being in the city that had, I think our longest lockdown was a week. And right. then meanwhile, all my friends in Melbourne, they had a 220 something day lockdown. Oh my God. So almost a whole year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, I just, and, I just, I just typed in my like PAX East, and for some bizarre reason, I guess it, it brought up the 2020 dates. So it was, yeah, I was right. It took place February 27, 2020, to March 1st. So, Wait, how long are your PAXs? Why? How like long? How long? Was, how long was, what was Australia like? Not four days. We do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We did. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, so our PAX is, is shorter as well. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so our PAX is like, it's like a weird combo. So typically at Australian cons, there's like a lot of stores to like buy from. And we have this thing called Artist Alley, which I'm assuming you have over there as well. Yeah. And it's just like lines and lines of like artists. Our PAX doesn't have that, does yours? No, Artist Alley is typically geared towards, um, I imagine, anime conventions. Because, um, I mean, while I've never been to an anime convention, um, I imagine like Artist Alley exists there, but it's also typically geared towards uh, comic conventions. Okay, yeah, because our PAX didn't have one. And we didn't have too many, like, vendors either, like, to, like, buy stuff from. Like, really? we had, like, a couple of, like, dice makers and, like, D&D. But, yeah. Um, yeah. We had, like, a lot of board games. Yeah, we have board game vendors, um, tabletop vendors, uh, some merchandise vendors with, like, T-shirts. Uh, I know for me, I got, I got a really nice looking Kingdom Hearts-themed scarf. That I now wear all the time, especially now that it's getting cold. Um, like hats, some, um, I believe, I don't think they were there this year, but previous year, the uh, the filthy casual guys, they would always be there. Yeah, um, we don't, 
Yeah, no, we didn't have any places that like sold clothes or anything like that. Like I know one of my friends like needed socks. Um, <laughs> okay. And there was only there was only one place in all of Pax that sold socks. Okay. Yeah. And like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's all right. Um, but. Yeah, we have like the PAX merch that has like the PAX logos on everything. Yeah, we did too. Um, like right. Yeah. What did you What did you think of the uh, space themed? The space theme? Oh yeah. Like the overall. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the space theme for the overall convention. Um, I mean, there was no space theme for the convention, only for the PAX match. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, the, like the con theme this year was all space themed. That's that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, I didn't notice the theme. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't think the only thing that had like the space esque vibe to it was like we had like bomber jackets and astronaut esque like pins and stuff at right. the Pax booth, but I didn't notice any space theme throughout the rest of the convention yeah no no it was just like that was like every year i think penny arcade had they pick a theme to like base their con around like a lot of like the lined and q lined and stuff would be like named after like space terms for this year um i remember one year it was like a summer camp themed kind of vibe um yeah that, that's what i was getting at because i mean uh, i got okay. i got i got one of their shirts because i figured why the hell not get a bit of pack themed shirt um it, it was okay i like i i'm personal preference towards the color blue which i believe is the main color for pax west so mm. yeah wet west has blue Unplugged, which I believe is happening very soon. Like I think next month, theirs is purple, so that could be rad to look at. Could you guys are orange or no, not orange, yellow? Yeah, we're yellow. Yeah. Yeah. But who would have thought that blue lightning colors would have had a favor to the color blue? <laughs> <laughs> I know, shocker. Such shocker. Shock. But you know, we didn't have any like named lines or anything. Um, we have all of our, like where the panels and stuff are, like all those places, all of them are named after Australian animals. So we have like oh, the Quokka okay. Theater, the Wombat Theater, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Lounge, yeah, the, which what, is cool. So they were, they were, did the convention, like is that, uh, those theater names, they were like named by the convention building itself? Uh, no, not by the convention building, um, by PAX. They're just like... Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, just to make it easier. So then it's like, oh, you know, the Final Fantasy panel is at the Quokka Theater. Okay, that's easy. Right. Rather than like naming, like numbering them. Main room um, 1A and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we actually... a nice touch. I believe that... Un maybe maybe they are um named from the convention but uh, could i because i think our the convention where pax east took place 
the convention itself, I think we they had rooms, special room names, not by packs, but they were very similarly the Wombat Theater, the Bobcat Theater, the Condor Theater, like that kind of thing. So, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool though, because we also had Wombat and Bobcat, <laughs> right? Right, that's cool, or maybe I like I, that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd have to take a look at like the the Hind Convention Center or wherever the con took place to see if if it was truly like those animal names or maybe they were from PAX. I didn't really pay attention. I'm sure they'd be from PAX because I don't know. It seems like a very like PAX thing to do. But like you're mentioning like PAX Unplugged though, um, and you're saying that that one is just like board games and such. Is your Correct. normal packs not really about board games? Because well, I mean, packs... no. Pa well, packs itself is like it's a gaming convention. Yeah. But like, but like, so like video games and like, but then also we had in Pax East, we had like the main exhibitor floor with all the developers and some. Uh, Hardware companies like Logitech, um, Discord had a booth. I think oh, wow. Face Facebook Gaming had a booth for some bizarre reason. Yikes! Um, then we had other other um, lot a lot of indie indie love at PAX East. I think I maybe yeah. PAX in general. I don't know if you had a lot of indies show up at Australia. Yeah, no, we had like a lot of indie developers, which is really good to see because I love me some indie developers. Oh, God, me um, too. Like, But like we didn't really have too many like big names. A lot of people were saying, because obviously it was my first pack, so I didn't know what to expect. But right. a lot of people who have been several times or have been every year were saying that it's very commercialized now. Like we had... A lot of like computer brands, yeah, and, and like monitor brands, and like yep. like stuff like that. Like we had um, Intel. Um, I don't even or think I... we had Intel. We had Rog, um, which is like I can't remember, but it's something of gamers. Um, Republic of gamers. So like they do like computer parts and like keyboards and stuff and they had like a big um like neon genesis even galleon themed area to promote their like neon genesis um computer which is cool but i yeah. definitely see why it was feeling commercialized like amazon had a booth there why does amazon have a booth at a gaming convention <laughs> and then um i mean yeah. Yeah, it was just like very just lots of brands. And in history, like everyone would just like go to the booths and they'd like be like, Oh, have a free hat, have a free lanyard, here, have some free pins. And yeah. it would just be like you'd just get a lot of like the lack of better words, like the swag bag stuff. Yep. From different places, um, and no one was doing that this year. Oh, jeez. I think I got like 
I got like free pronoun stickers to put on my lanyard, which was very nice. <laughs> oh my god. Um oh my god. And I got like an Amazon box pin. Which was oh, also what? from like the pronoun sticker people because they're like, Oh, we got given these, take one. And I'm like, Okay. And that did was you it. Have, did, so you okay, so you had you had some computer based companies, you had Amazon. Any like interesting gaming companies had giant booths there? Because we had Devolver Digital, I think, which is there. I mean, I'm looking at the Expo Hall list right now, and I I, I want to say it was them that every year they have because I believe they had this for previous years where their booth was pretty big and it was all like carnival themed with like some of like the uh, props and like display that they had there, I believe if not them, some other company or like a collection of like developers, they just had like, it was like a carnival themed setup, um, which is interesting. Uh, I think, yeah, D Discord had a giant presence. Intel did. Um, 2K did with Borderlands because I think... Yeah. Tiny Tina had just come out. Like her game had just come out. Because uh, actually we met a cosplayer there that was were there uh, invited uh, to work for them, uh, cosplaying as Tiny Tina. Um, yeah, no, we, we didn't get any of that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got up the Pax Twenty Two. For us, um, we had <clears throat> a huge indie showcase presented yep. by Games Hub. Um, so a lot of different indie games, and you could like play them and try them, which is really cool. Um, we had a lot of different panels, but a lot of the panels were just like how to be better at streaming and you know how to do this and like cosplay tutorials as well, which is cool. Um, I only went to two panels over the weekend. Uh, one because my friend was doing the panel and it was like a speed build helmet making session. And yep. then the other one was some like, it was hyped up to be some like dark cultist underbelly of like The Sims. And I was like, that seems funny. But then yep. the people presenting it, um, one of them didn't even know that there were more Sims games than The Sims 4. So. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> cool. But then, like, one of them obviously did their research. And then after the panel, guys were just trying to mansplain, be like, you forgot to mention that only men can be impregnated by aliens. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, um, no. But we had, like, one part of it that was cool. Uh, we have a bar here in Melbourne called Bartronica. And it's like, it's a big bar with like a lot of like old school arcade machines. Ooh, okay. So like, that's just like, I think like a couple blocks away from me, which is really cool. Um, but they had a big um, like area at PAX. So you could play all like the old school arcades. I got to play Doom 1 on like a retro computer. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my friend well, just filmed me, 
but I did pretty well. I did pretty well after I just inverted controls was on for some reason. So I had to turn <laughs> that off. I was like, why is it like this? <laughs> um, but they had that big area, which was cool. Um, and we didn't have Discord, but we had um, Aussie Broadband Arcade. So uh, an internet provider. Okay. Had a, had a big area. Interesting. Um, there wasn't really anything there, though. But right. an internet provider. Um, one of the things that were announced, like, last minute that people were really hyped for um, was um, Shuhei Yoshida from PlayStation. Oh, uh, he, that, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he had... Um, was he like he the, did like the keynote story speaker? time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we, I think it was I don't know if it was over like a Zoom or if it was in person. Um but it was like crowded. So Yeah, it was like the yeah, they had like the story time event that like kicks off the event. Mm. We 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 got fucking um Alana Pierce. Oh yeah, I love her. I I love her too. Like holy smoke, she's a huge inspiration. Like in terms of just like her own podcast, and then like the fact that she does really rad stuff, like with where she works at Sony Santa Monica, and all her other stuff. But you know, yeah, she was there. Um, G Four TV was there. Rest in peace. Oh my god. Oh. They had a meetup. I didn't go to it. I wanted to, but I kind of chickened out. Um, I was curious because I think I saw them post about it. Because um, you said you have like the list of people that were there. Well, you have it up right yeah. now. Yeah, I've got it right here. Um, was the company <clears throat> was the company called Toge Productions there? Uh, from what I can see, no. At least they're not listed, but I, I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. Maybe they were, but you, hmm. No, because well, they're responsible for a one of my all-time favorite games of both the year that I played it and just of all time. But then they were also just responsible for, honestly, being one of the best. Like, it was part of what made my first experience of going to a convention as a member of the media so special. So, um, you partic- you have probably heard me talk about, um, or tweet about, or post about uh, Coffee Talk. Yeah, as soon as you're like, one of my favorite games, I'm like, he's going to say Coffee Talk, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they made it. Um they were very sweet when I first tried the game out when I first went to PAX East as a member of Press in 2020. So, like, I tried the game out. I loved it. I think I bought it that night because it was already out. Um, yeah. But they gave me the sweetest, like, press kit care package where it was... They gave me a thumb drive that had demos to all of the games that they were showcasing at PAX. Of course, I couldn't play them because I have a Mac. (laughs) (laughs) 
But then they also gave me like coffee flavored like candy and like raspberry flavored like coffee to like make, which I think I did at my hotel that night or the next day. Uh very very sweet people, but um yeah, yeah, no, I don't think they were there because I I know if I saw Coffee Talk, I would have sent you a photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're they're working on the second episode, which has me incredibly hyped. Um, yeah, I saw that. We're we're but, we for um... we us, and maybe I guess it just it just this is America, but we had a lot of colleges there. <laughs> at yeah, ours. no, we don't have that. Oh, we had. I think we had like one university have a booth. Like college and university that specialize with gaming degrees or like showcasing some of the games that some of their students have made as like projects and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, we had one of those. Only one though. <laughs> yeah, we had we also had, I believe maybe it was this year or maybe it was the previous year, but we had the um The Overwatch League team that represented by Boston, like one of Boston's universities. Oh wow! They, they had a booth there, very small booth. Um, which, okay, um, because you can you can very clearly for us when the Expo Hall cuts off between here's all the gaming, here's all the companies that are there, and then it cuts off into the tabletop area with all of the board game vendors, the vendors that sell, like, mats for when you want to play card games. Um, and then further down is, like, an area for the food court where you can, yeah. like, nearby food trucks that are established there. I mean, one of the companies that's always there is a company called Wild Bill Soda, which is a company that um, specializes on, well they make really great soda but um, you know depending on you can buy soda there or you can buy like a specialty mug that they make and if you buy the mug you're automatically tagged to get free refills throughout the entire convention oh that's cool so I, I mean the mug doesn't come pretty cheap I was able to get mine free because I was able to talk with some of the people there at the booth to learn more about the company. So, uh, <laughs> yay me. But no, it was really cool. I mean, they specialized in um, training and employing um, veterans of our military. Okay. And like, and like just helping them out. So that's, that's one of their big um, mission statement stances. But... Uh, Essentially, they told me, like, so, like, I have the mug sitting on my desk, but all I have to do now is say I want to go back. I can go to any con that they're at with my mug, pay seven bucks, and I'm good for the whole weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. That's pretty dope. And then it's like, we have, so we have, have the main expo hall which is like on a down level. And then just throughout the entire convention, our, our, um, just again, Bobcat theater, Wombat theater, other rooms where they had like an, um, 
LGBTQIA friendly space where people could, uh, you know, just go and hang out. Um, I believe they had a cosplay corner lounge. Um, and then just other lounges for like cos- uh, console tourney, console free play, where they just have like a butt ton of TVs and consoles set up for people to play. They want to play Smash. They want to play any fighting games. Um, several rooms were set to constantly have tournaments being played throughout the day, throughout the entire convention. Um, yeah, the um, cosplay game there was pretty good. Yeah. My memory's shit. I don't remember too much about it. <laughs> Yeah, like, we had, like, a, a couple of the same things. Like, for instance, how you had, like, the LGBTQIA plus lounge. We just had, like, two little tables. Um, oh, no, three little tables uh, on, like, a hallway. And one of them had, like, a trans flag. One of them was giving out, like, trans lives matters. Uh, I got, like, a photo with, like, the banner that I posted. Because um, obvious reasons. Um and that's where I got, like, the pronoun stickers from. We didn't have, like, a whole area. We just had three little tables in a hallway. <laughs> um, well, I mean, we, we just had one small room. That was it, as far as I can remember. And then um, we had, like, so one of the events that were happening over the weekend were, like, specific cosplay meetups um, that were held by PAX. Um, on the Friday... There was a Pokemon one, so I dressed in my Jesse cosplay for it because I didn't know what I was going to wear. I was like, oh. right. um, So I figured it out the like, night before. I was like, you know what? Let's go. Let's whip out the Jesse cosplay. I haven't worn it in like five years. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize and, that. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it was a, like it was a vast improvement. I will say. I just I just assumed you it was a new cosplay. I did not realize that was that was a pre <laughs> no. that was an old cosplay. Wow! Holy smokes! Yeah, now one of my friends uh, gave it to me like ages ago because um, it was uh, too big on her bust. So <laughs> she gave <laughs> it to me for uh, obvious reasons. Um, right, right. So I wore that. Um, like the PVC, like um, clothing, for lack of uh, better words, that I wore under the cosplay that there kind of new but the actual like cosplay itself is like very old um so I wore that and I went to the Pokemon meetup and they're getting held in like so there was like a TikTok lounge um and it just had like a big TikTok um like printed wall but it's where the cosplay repair station was as well okay and even though PAX was meant to go to the Pokemon meetup and everything uh they didn't (laughs) so they were obviously occupied because it was at like a scheduled time. And okay. then obviously like I noticed that nothing was happening. So I was like, ah, I'm going to leave. Because um, I was there like way past the meeting time. So I was like, I've got to go do this now. And then on the Saturday, they had a League of Legends one. So I wore my Jinx cosplay and they, Pax actually showed up for that one. And they're like, yeah, I got a big group photo. And they're like, Jinx, hold the Pax Oz sign. I was like, okay. So I'm like in the front. I'm just like, Ooh. Right. I'm scared. Set her attention. I'm scared. <laughs> um, 
but like that was good. And then um, on the Sunday, I don't know if there were any cosplay meetups, but a lot of people were filming TikToks in front of the TikTok wall. Um, but it didn't have like any lighting. So I don't know why they would because the lighting there was terrible. Um, wow. But like we did have like boots for big names, but they were just like very disappointing. Um, so for instance, Sega had a booth there, but their booth was just a photo op with a Sonic the Hedgehog mascot. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Like they might have had another one, but I. Like, there were a couple, like, computers attached to the Sonic mascot photo-up area, but it was, for Sega, it was very lackluster. Um, There was a big Final Fantasy XIV booth, so, like, you could, like, play Final Fantasy XIV there on all the computers. Yeah, Square Enix had a booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, there wasn't, like, a... had nothing to do with any other Square Enix games, only Final Fantasy fourteen. They've done um, that before. Yeah, so it was like it was pretty big, it was pretty grand. That was like definitely like from memory, like the biggest booth that was there. And there was like people all around it and people playing. Um it would get like there was like TVs on like the outside of the booth so you could watch people play without like looming over their shoulder kind of thing. Did they was it uh-huh. was it like a kind of like a like a raid challenge where you could get like a special like scarf or something out of it if you did it right or? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Interesting. That that that's, yeah. one, that's one experience I remember. Just I didn't do the thing, but I someone gave me their scarf or they were handing them out. Um. Yeah, that's why I'm yeah. curious. Like, we had, like, a lot of, like, tournaments for, like, fighting games. Yep. And, like, an Animal Crossing one as well, uh, which I meant uh, to attend, but I didn't. Okay. It was, like, um, you know, like, the bug and fish tourneys in the game? Oh. It was, like, a PAX. Yeah, it was a PAX-hosted bug and fish tourney, which was really cute. Oh, no, yeah, it does sound cute, yeah. Um, yeah, because it was, like, a big, like, handheld lounge um but it was just this big area with a lot of beanbags <laughs> well, okay like a lot of beanbags so oh, many wow. beanbags so many beanbags. oh no um we also had hoyoverse which is um the people who make honkai impact and genshin impact okay yeah um i don't even remember seeing their booth like i went through the hall like a lot and Right. I don't even remember seeing that booth. Oh, no. um, there was a Twitch booth, and this is actually a situation. Um, so there was a Twitch booth, which is cool, and there were a lot of like Twitch partners there, but due to it being at the same time as TwitchCon, a lot of, like, we didn't really have any big names. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Patch Australia and TwitchCon happened at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but with the Twitch booth, it was really weird. Um, so on the outside, it had like iridescent, like glass walls, which like looked really cool. And there's like plants on the inside and it has like big Twitch, like written on the walls. But once you're in the Twitch room, which only, it was like partners only. Um, but a friend of mine let me go in with him. So that was nice. Uh, <laughs> and, um, 
yeah, it's, you can't, when you're in there, you can't see out. Huh. Like the Twitch partners in there were being kept like zoo animals. Like you can see in and look at the Twitch partners, but they can't look out. Oh God. Yeah. Like. That is bizarre. So they're just sitting in there, like having like a break from people and just like being able to recompose. But then like. There's like 10 people could be watching them and they don't even know. They could be staring. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was weird. Like, ugh. I did not like that. But there was like a little graffiti wall that like you could like write your name on and such. Mm. Or like write your handle on. Um, but. Did you yeah, have. Was... Sorry, look, as you're talking, I'm like, I'm like, why don't I just flip through my freaking album that I posted on my Facebook about all the photos I took? It gave me all the better names of uh, the booths. But um, that carnival thing I mentioned earlier, no, that was from a company called Tiny Build, which I've, I've, I've heard of and seen before. Um, but did you have, because I was just scrolling through and it popped up, did you have a section that was dubbed like the PAX Arena? Yeah, we did have the PAX Arena. Yeah. With all the computers lined up and whatnot? Uh, it didn't seem like too many computers, but, like, we did right. have that, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as big as I thought it would be. Mm. But, like, yeah, we had that. We had, like, a lot of, like, different, like, areas. Um, because, so how our convention is set out, so PAX ties out the whole convention hall. So unlike Crunchyroll having to split it with, you know, several different events, PAX just took it all. Yep. And we almost sold out of all tickets. So three-day passes got sold out very fast. Um, Saturday passes then sold out. Then Friday passes sold out as well very fast. And then Sunday never sold out. Um, but was like at 80%. Right. Um, and I was like confused. I was like, why is Friday sold out before Sunday? Like, what? But um, that's because on the Friday and Saturday, the standard convention closes at 6, but then like the board game area is open until like 11.30. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how it is. Like the, the, ex the expo hall proper where everything is being showcased and held they close earlier, but like the entire convention in itself, it closes much later, I think, for like mm. all the like uh, extra panels that run past in the nighttime and eat the, the uh, tournament, like you said. Yeah, exactly how we do it here. Yeah, and there were like late night panels as well. Like, I know, like, I left early on the Friday, and we have like a PAX Australia like app. And it's like gives you notifications, and I was like, "Fuck, there's a <laughs> there's a panel I want to go to happening right now," but it's like nighttime, and I'm at home in bed. I'm like, "Oh well." Yeah, I think. But it's like, yeah, we had like the one big room where everything was. Right. So like even the um, like all like the big names and the indie and the board games were all in like the big halls. Yep. 
and then you could go outside into like a kind of not connected but connected area and that's where like um you could go upstairs and you've got like all the panel rooms and yes, but then yeah. on like the base level it had like the handheld lounge and a big just dance um area which mm -hmm. was super fun because it was like a big stage and like it had like a big backdrop and it was like really cool um so me and my friends were going to do the league of legends kda because there were four of us but then the guy who owns it decided to go on with us and dance in front of us, screen blocking us, almost hitting us, just oh, making no. it all about him. Oh, God. And we just wanted a cute video. We're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But it's like, KDA's only four members in the song that we did. And with him, it was five. So it's like, he didn't need to be there. Yeah. So our little wholesome little moment was ruined. <laughs> <laughs> let's see here uh yeah in intel had like a small ddr like play section area that i guess people could line up and play at um i know that's where uh daniel De danielle de nicola was stationed there because she was working for them dressed up in, in one of her like intel based cosplay that she made which was insane um the Discord booth had like a giant wumpus that you could pose with, but then like it had like an inner area where I believe you could play certain games. Like I think the new Ninja Turtle game that was gonna come out was playable there. I was standing in line and I'm like, I got so this was typical me fashion. I'm like I stood in line for like a good long time, and then as I got to the front of the line, I was like, do I really want to play this? I just got bored and I just left because I wanted to go run around and do other things and see other friends there. Um, the one panel that I definitely remember going to, maybe it was the only one I went to, was um, a panel run by some friends of mine, or maybe one friend that I knew, but it was all about uh, VTubing. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's another thing we had at Crunchyroll is that we had the Hololive people come to Crunchyroll Expo. Oh, wow. Yeah, they had, like, meet and greets. As, yeah. As much as you can meet and greet a VTuber. But they were, like, there in person, but, like, in a little box. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing some content creators that also do VTubing. They were doing the exact same thing at TwitchCon, which is very weird. Yeah. Very, like, very, very bizarre. I didn't like the... Why are we putting people in boxes, like the Twitch booth and, and now like, the VTubing? And it's just... Yeah, it, but they're in a box, and like there's a giant screen that showed their VTuber, and they're, they're actively moving, and then just like people were taking pictures with them with the VTuber, and it was like... It's just, I, I don't know. That's still, I'm okay with, like, VTubing overall, like, on a streaming capacity, but, like, for an in-person capacity, that's still very bizarre to me. Yeah, like, I don't know how they would have been so fine in that, like, little box. I yeah. can't comprehend it. But, um, yeah, like, we had... 
What was it? What was the other thing we had at PAX? I was going to bring that. Where is it? Where's my? Oh, yeah, we had a big, like, do you guys have Are You Okay Day in America? Are You Okay Day? Yeah. Is that like a mental I health get... thing? Yeah. So it's um, it's a really dumb day where, like, workplaces You're are like, oh. Okay. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, so, um. It's just where work, because obviously in Australia, um, our suicide rates are pretty high. Um, okay. And especially in like workplaces or due to workplaces, and that's why there's Are You Okay Day. But it doesn't come from like a good warm place. <clears throat> it um, it's just like employers being like, "Oh, see, look, we care. Look." We're asking you if you're okay, but we're not going to do anything to actually make you okay. <laughs> or or oh, ask no. if you're okay when oh, you're gosh. not okay. <laughs> yeah, like it's... They had that at PAX? At PAX, yeah. They had like a big area and like tables and you could like talk to the are you okay staff. Um and it was just yike. I don't know. To to me, to me, when I hear "Are you okay?" I just think of Terry Bogart from Fatal Fury because that's one of his catchphrases. So it's like, okay, very weird. Yeah, it was just like, and it just had like those weird like flags that was just like stuck on the ground, being like, "Are you okay?" And I took a selfie with it with like a thumbs down. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was just like. Oh, no. I don't know. Yet again, it was just in a table in a, like a hallway, like near the Just Dance, and it's like I don't want to be like talking about my feelings to a stranger while people are doing Just Dance right next to me. Yeah, yeah, the vibes don't sit right. No, they don't. No, very much no. But it's like. I like how serious like they're taking cosplay though like um we had like a cosplay central which was actually presented by tiktok which is cool okay um and they like had like the big repair booths and we have like the cosplay competitions as like we would but they're yet again only australians we don't get any big names um from different countries but we had like Hench Wench and Where is Danielle and Scrap Shop Props. Okay. Um, so that was really cool. Um, I'm just looking through all the pack things. We had like a lot of like miniature painting sessions. So like when I was scrolling on the app, it was like, oh, you can just paint figures and then take them home. Oh, that's paint, cute. Like, little like minis. Yeah. Um, really and it was just like free, you could just go up and paint them and take them home. Everything was supplied, which is really cool. And I like that you know that that was an option. I didn't go to one, but it was an option, right? Um, but yeah, no, there was like a lot of like board games that you could just play with randoms, and there's like a big area. There was like this table that had like like Freddo frogs. Wait, I guess you don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> Um, like just chocolate bars. Um, chocolate so bars? Oh, wow. Yeah, they just had chocolate bars. Um, but on the other side of the chocolate bar, if you picked it up, it had like someone's like name, number, and like a little like about me section and their contact details. 
those for people who are wanting to make friends. They could do like a little printout, stick it to like a candy bar. Then whoever picks up that candy bar can make friends with that person. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a really good idea. Yeah. I personally am not going to put my, you know, contact details Probably on a chocolate not, bar. Probably not, the sentiment is really nice. <laughs> yeah, but like, um, and I decided to pick one up. And the one I got was this guy wanting a girlfriend. It's like, oh, you can add me on Discord. I was like, no. Oh, no. Damn. But, like, I didn't realize it was a thing when I picked it up. The guy's like, oh, pick pick one of these. And I was like, okay, I'll pick the Fredo Frog. Um, so a Fredo Frog is like a, um, I know it's an Australian thing. It is like a, um, it's like a cartoon frog, like a kind of humanoid frog, but it's made out of chocolate. Uh, and sometimes they have like weird feelings in them. Okay. Um, oh, feelings. I thought I, oh, oh, I heard. Yeah, like they'll have like. I heard oh. feelings and like they have weird feelings yeah. in them. I heard <laughs> they do have weird feelings. In them. No, no, continue, no. continue. Um. <laughs> So like, wait, I gotta gotta clarify what this is because you guys don't have them. Um, and we yeah we had like a lot of like tournaments, for like board games, card games, handheld fighting games, um, and we had like a lot of. Oh no, we did have a DDR area. Okay, so that was a part of the like the Aussie board band arcade. It's like, I'm not going to go to an internet provider at a convention. Go away. <laughs> like, they gave, like, all PAX attendees, like, a cheaper price if they were to sign up. So I was like, that's cool, but no. <laughs> I like my internet provider. It's faster. Um, we had... Do you guys have NBN in America or no? Say that again. NBN. No, okay, I guess not. Um, um, probably not. No, so uh, even though Australia is a country to invent Wi-Fi, which is cool, <clears throat> um, we have the worst internet for a first world country. Um, I've heard is, stories. Yes, yes. Um, and our, like, prime ministers, so our presidents, I guess, um, our prime ministers just don't see it as a priority. Um, but NBN is this, like, I guess, like, an organization that is, like, installing the better equipment needed for better internet, which is cool. And they had a, um, they were doing, like, a lot of panels and stuff, which is cool. Oh, cool. But that's, like, a, they are, like, so they're not, like, an internet provider per se. Um, but they are, like, they are the internet, I guess. Right. That's just Australian internet, I guess. Um, okay. But they were holding, like, a lot of panels, and it's, like, which is really cool that, like, they were, like, probably the biggest name at PAX, I guess, because they were, like, oh, here's how do you write a resume, how to start a business in gaming, and it was, like, really, like, cool things. Like yeah, that. yeah. And they did, like, panels with, like, Lenovo as well. 
Okay. And um, so that was cool. I didn't go to any of them. Uh, I wanted to go to one of them, uh, which was just about like, um, oh, maybe it wasn't held by them. Never mind. But, you know, that was cool. I guess like that's like our colleges. Like, you know, for the colleges we had that. So they were trying to be all like, yeah, this is how you do like, this is how you get a career in gaming. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. And then we had like Streamland. Um, which is like, if you wanted to do a very brief stream while at PAX. Yeah, I think we had that too. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to do like a 30 minute stream at a convention. Why would I do that? Right, right. Um, but no, like that was really cool that we had that. Um, and like, there were people who, like, there were, like, streamers that you could, like, watch streamers that you follow, like, live. Yeah. Um, so even though they'd be streaming on the computer, you could watch them in person stream. Yeah. That makes that, sense. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that makes perfect sense. I think we've had that, too. Yeah. Like, some, then, some people were showing off certain... Um, I think it was like certain computer parts that were being introduced or like being made or like how to insert into your PC, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff was there. Um, I mean, there were, there were definite, definite uh, indie dedicated sections of like just like rows and rows of indies. You could just swing by like you were describing earlier, and mm. play some of their games. Um, some, of my some of my media appointments were from them or through certain indie developers where I took an interest in some of their games. And, um, I mean, they were, they were very generous in giving me some code for some of the games that I tried out, um, which was awesome. Um yeah, That's really you... cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So it sounds like PAX Australia and PAX America like isn't as big of like a jump of difference in no, I guess... to Crunchyroll America and Crunchyroll Australia. <clears throat> right. Yeah, I guess it just depends on mainly in terms of like the big names. Like you had big names of people that I don't know why. I mean, I mean, duh, we have Amazon, but, like, why would they be there? But then you had, like, your freaking internet provider, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was very bizarre. Yeah. But, eh. yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't understand why it was either. But, like, we had, like, the, um, the PC free play and tournament area was sponsored by Intel. But okay. They were like not really like present. They were just sponsors, and they're like walls with their logos on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, I don't know. It was like a little bit commercialized, comparing to like what I've seen from prior years, and from like 
I guess, like America as well. Like we ain't getting free scarves. I mean, it's never cold enough to wear a scarf over here, but still. Yeah, no, no, no. It, it It's usually... Um... Well, they only they only gave out free scarves that one year. I think it would for just for Final Fantasy fourteen. Like if you beat yeah. beat, beat a boss that they were showcasing there. Um, and then, like in prior years, so we get like a lanyard because PAX is our only convention that we have like the lanyards for. Every other con is wristbands, and um, I think twenty nineteen they had like. A really cute pattern of like the trans flag and like the pride flag on the lanyard which is really cool but this year and it's like a really good quality as well yeah but this yeah. year we just had like a mass-produced like low quality like amd printed lanyard and oh, yeah they do so that many that broke they do that yeah, and, like, that's what they were giving to everyone to, like, hold their, like, card with, which was, you know, cool that we're getting something to hold it. But, I don't know, just the quality shift was so <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, so many people's, like, broke, so they had to be, like, can I get another one? Because, like, the clip just snapped. Yeah, I think we like, had yikes. our quote-unquote mass-produced one where it was just, like, they just dumped a shit ton of lanyards into a bin for people to grab as they were walking by. Um, ours was Intel. Yeah. Ours was Intel branded. Um, I just use that lanyard for my car keys now. Because <laughs> yeah. I have... I'm also fully into like the pin game, so to speak. Not so much the pack pins, but like some of the other pins that are like um, sold by some of the vendors that are there. Yeah. So I think I had... Well, the one that I wore, I wore my uh, Kingdom Hearts three lanyard that they were given out one year somewhere. I don't, I don't remember when, but it was obviously we had a Square Enix booth. But I just had like all, all my personal favorite pins there. I think I got no, yeah, they did have Coffee Talk themed pins at one of the booths. So I'm like, well, duh, I have to grab it. <laughs> And stick it on my lanyard. I got two of them. One's on the lanyard. One's on my hat. That's um, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, just a lot of good stuff. But yeah, no, it, it, it's good to see that, like, our packs aren't really that different. I mean, I yeah, like, aside from yours being four days and assumably, like, bigger with bigger names. But yeah. it's not like as big of a difference as our Comic Con and our Crunchyroll. So right. that's that's a plus at least. Did you have a personal like sorry, we were mentioning like all the booths that were there? Did you have a personal, I guess favorite booth in terms of like how it was like constructed? Like a booth having a big presence because I think the Discord one was pretty rad for my, for East this year. Um, yeah, we didn't really have any like big booths, like aside from the Final Fantasy one. Like we didn't really have like my personal favorite would be the 
um, the ROG booth because of the whole Neon Genesis wall. Um, but that's just because I really like that anime. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but, you know, aside from that one, nothing really stood out. Like, if I liked mascot suits, then the Sega one with, like, the Sonic photo ops would have been a favorite. But I don't like mascot suits, so. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go with the the Neon Genesis Evangelion area. So you went all three days. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, I went all three. How many days did you cosplay? Uh, I cosplayed all three days. Okay. Um, because I'm too scared to be in big crowds outside of cosplay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um. So which what? which? Oh, okay. You, there we go. There we go. I, yeah, I don't know why I got disconnected for a second. Um, oh, yeah, so on Sunday, I did Jesse. Saturday, I did Jinx. And then on the Sunday, I did uh, Kuki Shinobu from Genshin Impact. Okay. Um, I was very tired on the Sunday because we had the PAX after party on Saturday night. So it was. Oh, yeah. How was, how really was that? Uh, that was really good. Um, yeah. I met a lot of people who like followed me online and they're like, oh, your cottage cards and i'm like ah yes hello <laughs> um so i got some photos with some i guess it sounds like pretentious saying fans but i guess with fans um because they were all there and i was like i'm gonna be at the glitch after party see you there um so that was really lovely a lot of my friends were there we're all still in cosplay um but yeah, no, it was very nice, but I was very dead the next day. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, I bet. I didn't. Yeah. I think it's probably because I'm getting, God, it's going to so goddamn cliche, but I think it's because I'm getting old. I didn't really have a <laughs> desire to go to an after party this year rather than when I did in 2020 when I went to the uh, Acer Predator after party. But I think there were some going on this year. But man, I just wanted to like get dinner, go back to my hotel room, and then just browse on my laptop, and then just go to bed. I was yeah. I was done. Um, pretty Sounds much like a good plan. Pretty much each day, I think I was able to spend some time with some friends, like either getting lunch or dinner. Um, but that was pretty much it. Um, hmm. Trying to think and remember. Um, some of the food I had at some of the local restaurants nearby were kind of not that great. That was a bummer. Uh, I mean, we had solid food trucks this year. Um, my hotel was very nice. Um, I think that was it. I can, God, I barely remember what cockpit I saw, aside from, like, the friends that I met up with. Like, it didn't, did it, did it seem like, um, cosplay-wise, was there, like, a dominant, uh, fandom, or, like, popular franchise that was, like, kind of taking the cosplay game at PAX Lost this year? 
Um, Genshin Impact. <laughs> okay, not surprised. Yeah. Not surprised. There was like a whole like meetup for it on the Saturday. And I was like tossing up on whether to do like a Genshin or a League of Legends cosplay on the Saturday. Um, but I was like, the Genshin thing's going to be crowded and I, I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was yeah, like, I I'll, do, I'll do League on the Saturday and then Genshin on the Sunday. But yeah. it was very cold all weekend and all my cosplays were very revealing. So it was <laughs> not fun. I was dying. No. Oh, no. Because I was like, ah, oh, it'll be crowded and hot in the hall. So I should wear a revealing cosplays. And in the hall, it was perfect. The moment I step out of the hall, freezing. Yeah. It was not fun. Oh, yeah. But, like, thankfully, like, it wasn't too long for me to get to the convention. Like, it was walking distance, so... I was like, this is fine. <laughs> um, I can just go home. Yeah. Yeah, you were. You said you were close by the con itself, so it wasn't really... Yeah, I could just, like, walk to the con, which is very, very Oh, convenient. my God. Damn, yeah. Damn so... straight. Yeah, you, you, no hotel costs whatsoever. Just got to pay my rent. <laughs> well, there's that. There's that. Yeah, but, you know, it's fine. I'm glad I didn't have to get, like, a hotel or anything. Glad I could just go there. Or, like, catch a tram if I wanted to be lazy. Yeah. Do you, do you have trams in America? What? No. Trams. Trams? Uh, I imagine... I don't, do you mean, like, trains? We have those. No, so uh, so a tram is like a train, but it's like on the road with cars. Oh, um, yeah. And it's like I'm gonna sound very stupid if, if it's an obvious yes. Oh uh, no, like I don't know if I... it's just like tram America. They're not team America trams. Um, street cars. Okay. It's apparently what it's called. Um, the vehicles are called street cars or trolleys in North America and trams and tram cars everywhere else. Hmm. All right. Okay. So you do have them. They're just called completely different names. Okay. That's, that's cool. I was just curious if they were like an Australian only thing because I haven't like seen any of them like in other countries. Wow. Yeah. Cable cars, I guess. Is that cable called? cars are cable cars are a thing here, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just trying to find like the name that you'd know. <laughs> so yeah. Um I could have caught a cable car. Um, if I was feeling lazy, but we call them trams over here. Okay. Okay. So, I was just like, what's the word for it? I'm sure you have one. <laughs> so for Crunchyroll, did you say that 
you made your bakugo or you got it from a friend um uh, i i did not make my bakugo i do not have that patience to make big <laughs> round gauntlets no um oh no i i made a kirishima cosplay for someone else and styled the wig and everything okay um to go with my bakugo um, right right because i cosplayed kirishima like six years ago so i was like i can make that easy um but yeah with my bakugo i didn't make one of my friends um stefania cosplay <laughs> um she cosplayed bakugo like years and years ago back when like season two was out i believe and okay. i think she wore it to pax i'm unsure um and yeah she just haven't hadn't worn it since and I was like, can I borrow it? <laughs> and it's like now like my favorite cosplay that I've done, even though it's not mine. Yeah, it's still in my house. It's like I've got the grenade launches on like display on like um like a cabinet of drawers and they're like a centerpiece. And yeah. No, seriously, like the photo that came out of that con of your box go, like I'm looking at you like your uh profile picture for this like call fucking incredible like good god yeah like i'm in i'm in love um so the i got different photos at crunchyroll so my profile pictures from the day before pax um one of the photographers i knew from queensland was coming down and he's like hey can we shoot and i was like i right, let's go he's like bark go and i was like yep i'm i'm happy to put him on again yeah uh, I wasn't going to wear Bakugo to PAX because at Crunchyroll, with, like, the big head explosion, like, headpiece, um, because I'm so short, my head is, like, shoulder level for most people, so everyone just kept bumping into it. And it yeah. was very annoying. <laughs> no, I totally get that. And, like, I had to, like, put my arms in front of me with, like, the big grenades, and it was just not a good time and i was like i'm not wearing this at pax and everyone's like oh but just wear bakugo and i'm like no <laughs> i'm not doing it you don't want to bump into people no yeah i mean there there are some cosplays where i only wore them once like i think it was like the debut oh, yeah. the debut cons i debuted my futures and variant of aquaman and my woeful donald gajinka that i had a friend of mine uh I commissioned a friend of mine to design from Smash Brothers. Only wore them once because both of them involved these very big and sometimes awkward to move in like chess pieces, like armored yeah. chess pieces. And it just like, it's why I default to Prompto or Steampunk Nightwing if I ever wanted to go back into cosplay because it's easy and comfy to wear. Yeah, I remember like seeing like your um your wolf cosplay and I was like that does not look comfortable. And then you're like this was not comfortable and I was no, like yeah. No, it's not. I mean it did not look comfortable. No. Glad I got to wear it. I mean I believe the armor is still at my mom's house, but <laughs> stored away. Um same with a couple other pieces. Cause I don't think I have any any cosplay pieces with me at my apartment right now. Um, yeah, any, I did not 
Any uh, anything else you want to talk about in regards to like PAX Australia or Crunchyroll? Um, I feel like we've covered a lot of it. Like, yeah. The um, Crunchyroll gave me like a big Bakugo like pin when I was in Bakugo for the official meetup. Oh, and, nice. Like, they'll, yeah, they were like posting me like on their story and everything, but it was like the most unflattering photo. Oh no! Um, they took a photo while I was getting interviewed, and then just posted it. But I'm talking, so my face is all muddled up, and I was like, "No!" Oh god! Oh no! It's like Crunchyroll noticed me, but posted my worst side. <laughs> they didn't get my good side. <sighs> yeah, it's very, very saddening. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) do you have any upcoming like cosplays you're looking to make or upcoming like con for the the next two months of the year or um we recently had a convention get announced and it's Oz Comic Con again. So we had it earlier in the year in Melbourne. Um, okay. But now it's going to be Christmas themed. So we're getting another one. Uh, so I guess it'll be a lot like your Hallmat. Okay. Like yep. Holiday Matsuri. Holiday Matsuri, correct. Um, but obviously a lot smaller because it's Oz Comic Con homegrown. So it's only Australian things, only Australian, like quote unquote, talent. And like, I guess like booths and stuff. Mm. So they use like, I mean, I don't even know if it'll just be Australian. Like, it might just be Victorian, which is the strip, the state that I'm in. So it okay. might just be like very local um, stuff because that's what we were doing in 2021, which is like the homegrown conventions, because obviously sure. no one could get into Australia. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um so that'll be fun. They're like encouraging people doing like Christmas cosplays as it's like uh it was like the last week of November, but due to an election it got moved to the first week of December. Okay. And it's being held at like showgrounds, so not at a convention hall. So interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um but I'm looking forward to it. They're, they're encouraging Christmas cosplays and there's yep. like an ugly sweater competition. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, oh, you got any you got any like Christmas themed outfits planned or um like you have any stored away or I'm like I'm not really a Christmas person, but um a couple of my friends are planning to do like a Christmas version of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> okay. So um, the character who I'll be cosplaying is Kakuin, and he's got like it's my Jesse wig, but I styled it back. So I styled it to Jesse when I first did it. Then I styled it to Kakuin when I last did Kakuin, and then I styled it back to Jesse when I did Jesse for Pax. And now I'm gonna restyle it again into Kakuin. <laughs> uh, <All right. laughs> Oh, you get because, some damn good value out of that wig if it hasn't fallen apart yet. 
Exactly. And I got it like secondhand as well. Like we wow. we winning. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And um like I could just get another wig, but due to how long it takes for things to arrive in Australia, I don't want to risk it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I've heard horror stories of your postal issues. Oh, yeah, God. many, yeah. many postal issues. Not a fun time. No. Um, for context, for the the people listening, um, I used to live in a complex, and my neighbors would just take my packages for me, and so I would be forced to interact with them and have small talk so I could get my packages after waiting two or three months for them. Oh, my God. So <laughs> that was fun. Um, that was the brief time that I didn't have a PO box. Um, I've got to set up a new one today, actually. So that's a good reminder. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the postal service in Australia is terrible. And especially with like my day job, um, we send out our medications via the Australian post system. And a lot of patients are complaining that they're having to wait over a month for their medication to arrive, but I'm like, oh, sorry. oh god. So I'm just gonna restyle that wig, and because he wears like a green suit, I can just wear like a slutty little green Christmas outfit. <laughs> okay. um, so that'll be fun. And then one of my friends will be going as Dio, um, and Dio's got like blonde, like star-shaped hair, so they're gonna be like the star on the Christmas tree. <laughs> Oh my god! And then oh, that's gonna be great. Someone else is gonna be Jodoro, and he wears like a big black trench coat, so he's gonna wear like a big long Santa coat instead. <laughs> oh, I and gotta, I attempt, gotta. Be yeah, we're gonna try not overheat because it's gonna be Australian summer by that point. So, oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. You guys are your. We we both yeah. got we got uh, flip flop seasoned over here, yeah. Yeah, so that'll be. It's only just getting warm now, like so. It's eighteen degrees at the moment, which is what is that? Eighteen degrees Celsius. Yeah. Celsius Fahrenheit. Which is being in right now. Okay, that's not so, too terrible. No. That's I know, cool. like this is this is good. We like and this. We do like this. It's still cold for us, yeah. Yeah, like um, so back when I was in like the Texas state, anything below twenty five was cold. Ah, oh, so twenty five. Ah, twenty five. Twenty five is seventy seven. Yeah, so anything below seventy seven um, was cold. Yep. Um, but now that I'm in this state, which is, I guess, like Seattle, because it rains a lot. Interesting, um, interesting comparison, but okay. Uh, I, I don't, I've never been to Seattle, but I do know it I've rains never a been lot. To, it does? Oh, new, new to me. Didn't know. Uh, I just, I just thought of all the memes of it raining a lot. Um, but okay. <laughs> I don't know what, I know, I don't know what New York City, like what the weather there is like, but. Um, New York, uh, cold. It's on my coast. Does it rain? Sometimes. 
Um, so Melbourne City is like known for its like grey skies and it rains a lot. It's very cloudy and it's cold, like most of it, well, cold by Australian standards um, for most of the year. Um, so we average around like uh, 57 Fahrenheit, so 14 to 15 degrees Celsius. Um, okay. That's what, but like from, like it was literally 33 degrees Fahrenheit when I went to work, um, like last month. Mm. So, which is one degree Celsius. So it was 33 oh my, oh my Fahrenheit God. when I had to go to work. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Not fun. Not fun. No. Uh, I hated it. Um, and then we had our heating rights taken away from us at work because someone left the heater on overnight. Oh, God. Yeah. Also, not fun. Um, but hopefully we don't die. It's going to be like 95 degrees Fahrenheit on the day of the convention. 95 degrees Fahrenheit? Yeah, so 35 degrees Celsius. Oh, God. So we're going to be in Christmas cosplays for that. <laughs> so, oh, boy. You know, hopefully we don't melt. But it's exciting that we're getting like a themed convention. Yeah. Um, which I'm quite excited for. And I've seen like a lot of stuff from Hallmat. So I'm excited that we are now getting a version of it for us. Yeah, I, I, that's definitely a, a con I'd love to experience maybe at least once because I think, I believe that it's based in Florida over here. Um, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. It seems fun. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do in the next day yet, but I've got to figure that out. Probably a Genshin character. Um, because a lot of my friends are doing Genshin, but mm. we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I think I think for me, because of a bunch of events I had planned, um, I would love to take one of my best friends to a convention because they've never been to one. Oh wow! Uh. Like the the the, my friend Shelly, who I hung who I hung out with, uh, yesterday, um, maybe she had been to a convention, but, or maybe she hasn't. But I I'd love to take her to a, a gaming one, cause they're they're more into anime. They're, they're they're trying to get me into anime. Like they told me repeatedly, they were gonna sit sit me down and force me to watch Jujutsu Kaisen. Because that's one of their favorites. <laughs> yeah. It's very easy to watch. Oh, that's good. Yeah. A anime not, like, is super complicated. Yeah, anime is just hard for me to get into. I don't know why. It just is. Um. Could we have? Well, me and oh, me and them. My, yeah, my computer just froze. Oops, uh oh. Cool. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, we're going. We're yeah, going, no, we're good. We're, we're good. All right. Um, we're going to a. Um, I impulse bought tickets and asked them if they wanted to go, and they said, "Sure, why not?" Because 
they're also not really into gaming. They don't game much, but they'll watch other people play games. But I essentially bought tickets to a Final Fantasy Orchestra concert that's happening next month in Boston. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're going to come with. So we're just going to spend the day in Boston because the concert is like at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So that'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we've also had the Final Fantasy uh, Orchestra over here. Yeah, the, um, dis- I the Distant Worlds, yeah. Yeah, I haven't personally gone to them, but like a lot of my friends have and they loved it. Yeah, yeah. You probably saw the one that I went to last year around this time frame. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember you guys about that. Yeah, it was uh, specifically geared towards Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it was... Holy smokes, it was something else. But, um, yeah, you're talking about, like, how you've got, like, gaming cons and anime cons, like... And Comic-Cons. And and Comic-Cons, yeah. So we've only really got... Like, we don't have, like... The only one that's really, like, set is PAX and Crunchyroll. So PAX is obviously a gaming con. And then Crunchyroll is obviously an anime convention. But our Supernova and Comic-Con are just pop culture. Like, it's anything and everything, free-for-all. Like, it's, like, there's books. There's, like, you know, TV shows. Yeah, that's just, um, that, that's just that you with, like, San Diego, New York Comic-Con is. Like, that's, yeah, same thing for our Comic-Con. Like, Comic-Con is, like... Just like a pop culture, okay. It, 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 yeah, it's pop culture con, essentially. But I mean, like, Comic-Con is just, like, the name it started out with way back when. Yeah, no, and I it, remember that. Yeah. Um, mm. But no, yeah. I was saying if yours were more, like, actually, like, centered rather than just, like, everything and every, anything. I mean, comics essentially do play a big part because, I mean, you know, it's, it's in the artist alley yeah, like the big, the big couple of three, like the Dark Horse comics, IDW, Marvel, DC. Um, I mean, you have like San Diego with their famous Hall H panel where Marvel showed up all their upcoming slate of movies. Um, but then yeah, you got we like don't, we don't get that at Al Comic Con. <laughs> we don't get any of that. <laughs> um. Then you have for us, as far as I know, um, the more popular like anime-based conventions. I mean, you have Anime Expo out on the West Coast every summer. Then you have uh, Castucon on my side of, of the country around like eh, February, which I don't. I don't think I'm going to go to this year. I mean, because money. Yeah. <laughs> like, tr- truthfully, like, I feel like PAX East is, like, the only con that I'll go to each year for the foreseeable future. I mean, it it it's just, like, mostly pricey in terms of, like, just the hotel. Because, like, if I can, st- if I'm still able to, like, get media passes, I'm good. Mm. It's just a simple train ride away. I take the train into yeah. the, the train into Boston, and then I just you know get off at the right station, and then just walk to the 
walked to my hotel. And it was okay. a huge it was a huge help because my hotel at Pax East, literally right across the way I could see the convention. Like the convention center. Oh well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so it wasn't far of a walk either. Um Yeah, that's that's yeah. pretty much my next year as far as I'm concerned. That's that's still pretty cool though. Like your Comic Con is definitely a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I think like the only like real big thing we had at one of our Comic Cons um was Stan Lee came over. Okay. <laughs> so you could get photos and stuff with Stan Lee. Um but like Marvel doesn't show up. Like we just get like some celebrities that you've got to like pay to get a photo with and a signature from, but yeah. That's like really only the like big yeah. deals from those ones. Right. But we've only got like the one anime convention and the one gaming convention. Like we used to have an expert called Madman and that was really cute. Like it was like a smaller con and it had like life-size like manga balls so like you could walk through it and be like the same size as the characters yeah which like i really like that um but so, yeah madman got absorbed by crunchyroll and now it's crunchyroll x-ray okay so i think you were kind of explaining this earlier on but i think it was because of how giant australia is and like how it's broken up hmm you kind of just have con designated to like certain city areas. Um, yeah, so pretty much. So obviously it's the same for like America, like each state has like a capital city. Yeah. And um we only have conventions at our capital cities. Like there's some like smaller ones at like other like northern cities that are away from the main ones but they're like very local conventions yeah but they're still yeah. very good um yeah but, like, a, compare that to like you know like every i feel like every state in america has multiple cons within their state like my state the smallest state in the country we have our comic-con coming up in i believe a couple one to two weeks Okay, yeah. That's good. Whereas That's... our smallest state, um, which is ACT, um, they, I don't think they get any conventions. <laughs> Let me see. Open as a can. Uh, yeah, no, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. They don't. Um, so the only state that gets two supernovas, which is our like Australian convention, um, is Queensland, and it's two cities that are right next to each other. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why it's like I wasn't complaining when I was up there. It's like, you know, hell yeah, I get two supernovas. <laughs> um, but Comic Con's only at Brisbane, which is the capital city. Um. But yeah, no, we only get, so each state, Victoria, where I am, Victoria aside, um, 
they only get two to three conventions a year. Okay. Um, but now there's like more smaller conventions popping up. So like an okay. anime store that I follow um, called Let's Go Akamaru. Um, they've now started hosting their own convention due to the drama that happened with Supernova a couple years back. Um, oh, fun. So they started hosting their own convention because they weren't supporting Supernova anymore because Supernova Sydney uh, decided to let a vendor in that was selling um, anti-LGBTQIA plus and Nazi paraphernalia. Oh, fun. So they had like full swastika flags and everything. And it's like, <laughs> And they were like lit in. And they had like a lot of like shirts being like all anti gay and stuff. And it's just like, why is this person allowed here? What the fuck, indeed. Yeah. Oh my God. So after that drama happened with Supernova, um, a lot of smaller ones have been popping up. So there's ones for like Townsville, which is a very like northern city in Queensland. And mm. there's like smaller ones popping up in Adelaide, which is like a western city from like one of the further away states. Okay. Um, so it's like more conventions are like, that's not okay. <laughs> and they're popping up slowly, which is which is good. But yeah, we don't really have like the huge roster of conventions that America has. Right. Plus like they're all super far away aside from the two Queensland ones. Cause like, cause Australia is so big. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. look big, but it is massive. It is big. Trust me. I live there. <laughs> <laughs> like uh. one of our States is like, I don't know. I think like our state, Western Australia, is like the size of the USA almost. Oh my god, that's that's huge. Oh boy. Um. Okay. No, it is. Just bigger than, you know, so Australia is bigger than the United States. Right. Yeah, just, oh, not just really, decently bigger. Um, our Western Australia is like half of the USA. <laughs> <laughs> is, I guess, the best way to put it. Okay, okay. Yeah, and that whole area just gets two conventions. Oh my god, that's not a yeah. lot. That, oh wow, yeah, that's not a lot. Yeah, so imagine half of the USA only getting two conventions. Oh god, that's just unfathomable. <laughs> yeah, so now that like i'm in melbourne i'm feeling spoiled for choice because you know we have crunchyroll and we have pax and supernova and comic-con so now i get four conventions yeah yeah and we've had anime expo here a couple years back oh no it was animanga it was what it was called not anime expo 
Mm. And that was held in like a old museum. So <laughs> an interesting location choice, but I'd be keen to go if it came back. And that's five conventions a year. Right. So whereas like obviously I guess like because I see like all the cosplayers going from like if they're like living on the east coast, they'll go to like west coast convention still, and I'm just like I could never. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd love to go to a West Coast con on my territory at least once because I mean I've just been primarily sticking towards the East Coast. Mm. Money and travel and all that fun stuff. But yeah. In any case, unless you have anything else last minute you want to mention or talk about, this could be an awesome place to wrap up because I'm looking at the time and yeah, it's I mean, almost two hours. Yeah, no, this is great. <laughs> no, I love this. Love this. Give people a good, good thing to listen to. Um, but I figured. Yep, this would be a good place to wrap up. Uh, Carnage, if people want to follow your work and your all your other fun adventures, uh, where should they go? Um, so I'm on like all social platforms as Carnage Cos, K-A-R-N-A-G-E-C-O-S. Um, on Instagram now, there's an underscore after that because I got banned. Um <laughs> uh so but aside from that one it's the same on every social media or i have like my strict just cosplay account that has no spice at all on it um aside from it's got minimal booty and uh (laughs) that's just cos carnage so it's my handle but i just flipped because i thought that was funny um but you know, Carnage goes on every platform. Gang, gang. <laughs> All right. And you guys can follow me on Boo Any Cost on Twitter, Instagram. I'll soon be coming back to Twitch streaming in about a Woo. couple of weeks. So that'll be fun. Kicking it off with uh, God of War Ragnarok. And I'm on TikTok, but you will never see me make content because... TikTok overwhelmed me, a 30-year-old man. <laughs> I, I, I just can't. Um, but, yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, thank you, Carnage, for joining me. I adore you lots. And, oh, I adore uh, you, too. Yeah, so be sure to stay tuned for the next episode. I'll try to have mm, hopefully one to two more before the year's up. So... Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you all in the next episode.